Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Both Sides of the Prescription with your host, Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron. Both Sides of the Prescription brings together Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron to discuss pertinent medical issues from both an alternative and traditional medicine perspective. So now, please welcome the hosts of Both Sides of the Prescription, Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Both Sides of the Prescription Radio Show with your host, Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling on BBM Global and TuneIn Radio. Tonight, we're going to tackle the topic of detoxification and how it fits into a healthy lifestyle, really incorporate this too into New Year's goals and why detoxification should be an important part of really your health and wellness. But before we get to that topic and sort of dive into that, let us tell you a little bit about ourselves. And I will start with me. I am Dr. Megan Kirschling. I've been trained in both a traditional and alternative medicine world. Uh, I work as both a nurse practitioner and chiropractor in Minnesota. And from my years of clinical experience, I've realized that we truly need to explore both sides of medicine. Uh, We need to look at how both traditional and alternative medicine can come together for the good of our patients and for the good of everyone. Um, I have learned that a majority of providers sort of work in their own bubble and in their own specialties, and we're not having these conversations. So I wanted to have a radio show where we could talk about these topics and subjects and talk about them so you could listen and learn from our conversations. And I thought to myself, who better to have these conversations with than my own father, Dr. Ron Kirschling? Well, good evening, Megan. Uh, Good to be here again. Um, A little bit about myself. I am a traditionally trained medical physician. Uh, I was initially trained in internal medicine and then took some specialty training in medical oncology and hematology and also in palliative medicine. I um, have been in practice now for over 30 years. I deal with a patient base that has a very high interest in topics that we discuss uh, in complementary alternative therapies and nutrition. Of course, um, Megan, as my daughter, I have followed her as she has taken this path from traditional nursing to nutritional chiropractic and then back to uh, women's health and uh, soon to be, uh, I believe, a certified nurse practitioner in family medicine. Uh, 
she has had, as you can imagine, a passion for discovery. And this has really been a lot of fun for me because it's allowed me to share in some of these clinical interests that I, I might not have had otherwise, and included exposure to um, medical specialties and uh, new concepts such as functional medicine. Uh, along with Megan, I share a desire for inclusiveness and caring for patients. And I really feel that what we're trying to do in these discussions is not meant in any way to be a statement of certainty, but really a venue to bring topics for examination um, that hopefully will be interest, uh, interesting to our listeners. Well, and I think when we talk about the subject of detoxification, we sort of touched on this in another show, um, I think back in September, so it's been a while, about how detoxification is important for the body. And we talked about some of the different organs and ways to go about detoxification. Um, but I thought it would be interesting to sort of incorporate it into a conversation about how to really put this into your general lifestyle to live as healthy as you can, um, when to incorporate detoxification. And then also we'll relate it back to weight loss too. Cause I know that's, uh, on a lot of people's minds because of the new year, uh, new you sort of theme that goes on. So, um, I think you're, I think you're right. Probably I've never seen statistics for this, but probably in people that make new year's resolutions, probably one of the top three resolutions that are made are probably, uh, losing some weight. Um, certainly, and I don't want to say this, unfortunately, but certainly for myself, it's one of my resolutions this year. And uh, the interesting thing, Megan, is um, it seems like um, there are a couple of different ways that, to look at this issue of weight loss and detoxification, because um, certainly I know we've talked about, talked about it from the perspective of Various things that you do, which could be considered detoxification, um, could lead to weight loss. But uh, you know, as we've talked about this, we we've you know we've both come to the understanding that where before we thought that fat cells were inert, um, a very little significance in the body's health. Uh, that now we know that um, fat cells are inflammatory. And in fact, the process of weight loss itself would seem to me to be uh, a detoxification method. Well, and that's a great point is that when we really look at true weight loss, we want to make sure that there is a detoxification component to it because as we're actually losing fat and releasing fat, uh, that is where we've stored a lot of our toxins. And the truth of the matter is, is we've all sort of been exposed to a lot of toxins, whether those are chemical toxins, you know, toxins from the diet that we eat, toxins just because our liver um, and other detoxification pathways might have been backed up. But that what, really your fat is a sort of a memory of everything. So as we're releasing that, we have to put in the detoxification component. And that's really, you know, what we want to touch on is the importance of that. And people have better long-term success when detoxification is part of a health and wellness program or part of weight loss? You know, that's interesting because I, this time of the year, particularly if you turn on the television, it seems that you, um, you're hit with commercial after commercial, commercial for weight loss programs. Uh, but it's interesting that, um, you know, why they indicate the success of their programs. Um, almost never do they talk about uh, the the aspect of dealing with the release of those toxins and uh, how to manage that uh, that process. 
Well, and I think it's another, what a lot of people can relate to with that too, is that people who have gone on weight loss programs or maybe people are into, you know, the 24th day of their weight loss program. Um, and they go through a phase where they feel worse. You know, they feel sometimes flu-like, they feel headaches, they feel fatigue. A lot of that is the fact that that fat is releasing toxins and you need to detoxify it out. The other group of people that I see do really well with this is people who have the stubborn weight and then need to actually go in and detox the weight out versus just do calorie in versus calorie out. So you're going to have to help our listeners understand or define what you mean by stubborn weight. A stubborn weight, I just mean the people that like can't lose that last 10 pounds or, you know, they're eating very few calories, um, but they still might be holding on to weight, uh, that it hasn't just become a calorie in versus calorie out, uh, that if they definitely were counting, you know, the amount of calories they're putting in, they would by textbook definition, lose the weight, but the weight staying on a lot of that is more of a toxic weight, uh, that can come from, you know, uh, different pathways being overwhelmed hormones or just sort of a life accumulation of toxins that then we have to go about it very specifically. So I do think that when we talk about weight maintenance, weight management, that we really should be having these conversations about detoxification. Mm, That's interesting. So, um, I think what obviously we could we could spend the entire hour just on weight loss, but I think we really want this evening to to talk more about uh, detoxification, and um, it seems to me like where we should probably go with this is um, is is get an idea of you know the methods in which you can detox, and then um, kind of elaborate from there. I think that's a really good starting point because what we do want to do is talk about that whenever we're talking about detoxification, we want to make sure that it's really comprehensive and we want to take an approach where we're giving the body the right things it needs, but also leaving out things that would further cause uh toxicity or concern. So I think that's a great place for us to pick back into this conversation and pick up where we left off. So join us after these commercials. You're listening to both sides of the prescription with Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. 
Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back, everybody, to Both Sides of the Prescription with Dr. Megan, Dr. Ron Kirschling. Tonight, as we talk about detoxification, if you have any questions about health and wellness, please call in at 855-856-1380. So, Megan, we um, are getting into this issue of detoxification, and um, you, you made a statement in the last segment about the fact that when we look at detoxification, we look at we have to kind of look at it from things that we might need to lose um, in our lifestyle and things that we should consider adding in or gaining. So maybe if we start uh, um, with the gain part, if you're talking about detoxification, what are some of the things that you're potentially adding to the patient's lifestyle to um, to assist with detoxification? So I think an important thing to do is to sort of take a step back and look at the individual part of this though too, is that people might need different things. Um, You know, we're sort of going to give some basic overviews and information, but, you know, take this information, but realize too that you're an individual and that there's going to be different individual uh, needs uh, with this. But so when we talk about detoxification and we talk about, you know, detoxifying the body, uh, we always have to look at being able to support different pathways. So obviously one of the major pathways we have to support um, is the liver. And so I, it's important then to put something in that's going to help the liver be supported. Um, there's two phases of detoxification in the liver. So there's different uh, formulas and different supplements that will help with detoxification uh, and breaking down of both those phases. Uh, with that too, you're always going to need to sort of um, add in additional water. Water is going to help that process too. You know, it doesn't always have to be supplements. There's some great foods that we can do to support the liver. Uh, lemon, uh, carrots, beets, uh, fermented foods like sauerkraut um, and sauerkraut juice are really good for both the gut and the liver. And so, you know, we want to make sure then that we are supporting the liver. Artichokes are another thing that's great for the liver. So uh, usually, you know, we have to focus on the liver in order to really get detoxification going. Uh, We also want to make sure that we're supporting the gut and digestive system. Uh, One of the first things to do too is to make sure you're having bowel movements. If we're trying to get things out of the body, it's not going to work if we don't have a way to get it out. So, uh, you know, there's some great natural ways too that you can increase um, without laxatives, whether those are natural laxatives or synthetic. Um, magnesium oxide is one of my favorite or a magnesium-based supplement can help you to improve the motility of your gut uh, and make sure that you're getting it out. It's also good then to add in something to the gut like psyllium or other fiber to make sure that you're binding it out through uh, the gut because after the liver breaks things down, it's either going to go out through your kidneys or it's going to go out through your gut. So you want to make sure with the water and everything else that you're flushing out the kidneys and that you're getting good GI health. Uh, And then on top of that, you know, if there's hormonal concerns, if there's, you know, more, if you're more of a toxic person, then you're going to want to go slow and you're going to want to make sure to address some of those uh, individual concerns too. 
So really, to summarize what you said, Megan, is that um, from a support standpoint, when we're talking about detoxification, what we're looking at is is really the, the, the normal systems we have in our body, but recognizing that, um, that we're asking them to be put under further stress, and so we're supporting them. And basically, we're talking liver, kidney, and uh, GI, or uh, gut. Right, right. So that's exactly a, a great p- way to put it, is that during this process, we're going to obviously want to rev up certain processes or ask more um, out of certain organs. And so uh, that's where then we want to give some support in order to do that. Uh, the other thing that can work really well is there are some great teas out there that help to detox. Um, dandelion root tea is a great detoxifier. Uh, you know, there's a lot of herbs that can really help the kidney or the liver like milk thistle. So there's different ways uh, to go about it, but you are going to want to sort of support that if you want to do a full detox. Now, on the other side of this, Megan, um, you, we talked about the the things we you talked we talked about it in the sense of um, things that you want to eliminate uh, from your from your diet to kind of facilitate the detoxification. And I think that that's a really important part that sometimes people don't put enough emphasis on. You know, I think that we're sort of uh, under the mentality that what can we add to be healthy? You know, we go to doctors uh, to add something to our lifestyle to be healthy, whether, you know, it's a medication or a chiropractic adjustment. But a lot of times we don't realize that sometimes what it is, is we have to take things out. And uh, obviously with food, if we're putting in things that are causing inflammation, causing toxins, uh, and stressing our body while we're trying to detox, then we're sort of, you know, spinning our wheels in mud. So we do have to take a look at the diet and really clean up the diet, uh, and make sure that there's not anything that's in our diet that needs to come out in order for us to really fully detox and decrease that inflammation in our body. So, you know, we've, we've spoken about this and I have a very simplistic understanding of this, but I, I do think that there are foods that are inflammatory and foods that are more anti-inflammatory. And obviously, uh, when you're going through this process, you're, um, you're trying to pick as much as you can from the anti-inflammatory foods. Right. And, you know, honestly, I do think that we've figured out that some people, you know, have more uh, inflammatory foods than others. But really the foods that I would say you have to take out if you're detoxing um, across the board because they do have an inflammatory process or pesticides or other negative effects in them. Um, I think you have to make sure you take out sugar, white sugar um, and refined sugar. You have to take out dairy. Uh, you have to take out gluten. Uh, most people will have to take out soy, uh, and it's a good idea while you're detoxing to at least take it out at the beginning um, and eat as clean as possible. And then you're going to want to go towards organic fruits and vegetables and things like that to make sure that you're not adding in toxins while you're trying to detox them out at the same time. So I would suspect that in reality, kind of going back to our first segment, if um, if you're approaching the elimination of those things from your diet, it's probably a good chance that in the detoxification process, there is going to be some degree of weight loss. 
Yes, they usually will be, uh, or at least like body changes. Some people might not see any weight loss on the scale, but they'll notice that they'll tone up easier or things like that. Uh, so most people will notice. That. Excuse me, I just got a little bit of the uh, sneezes there, but you will notice that one of the things you will see is a change on the scale or change in body composition. People sometimes will lose inches. And I think a good thing for us to talk about when we come back from break, uh, I think we should touch a little bit more on the diet part of it um, and the steps to go, because I think that people should start with the diet um, and cleaning up the diet before they get into some of the supplements and other things, because a lot of detoxification can come just by changing the diet, which speaks sort of to the power of diet and sort of to how uh, toxic our diet can be. So we will tackle that right after these commercial break. So stay with us as you're listening to Both Sides of the Prescription with Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe Tashandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C., Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamreg01 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Welcome back, everybody, to Both Sides of the Prescription Radio Show on BBM Global and Tune In Radio. If you have any questions about health and wellness and want to call in, you can call in at 855-856-1380. So, Megan, in the last segment, we kind of gave an, uh, a broad overview uh, looking at the fact that when we're talking about detoxification, uh, one component of that is providing the support for the body organs that are involved in uh, in metabolism, and that includes the liver, the kidney, and the GI tract primarily. And then uh, you began to talk about the the things that uh, we might eliminate from the diet. Uh, that would be kind of the essential things to eliminate from the diet uh, that can be inflammatory. And obviously, during the period of detoxification, we're trying to um, to decrease that um, that 
exposure to toxins. But as you said, uh, probably if we were going to emphasize one thing in this entire discussion of detoxification, um, it is the fact that probably the detoxification should be centered on food. And I know you wanted to talk a bit more about, um, about this issue of diet and detoxification. Well, there is a lot of different detoxification sort of programs out there, and some of them even, uh, I'll just use it as sort of um, a word that I don't mean anything uh, negative by, but they even can trick you into detoxifying you without you noticing it or realizing it. So, you know, juicing and some of the juicing uh, diets that are out there will detoxify you. So, you know, you can detoxify through these juices and through the foods. Uh, And then a lot of the other programs, just by cleaning up the diet, there are great programs out there that actually detoxify you um, by cleaning up the diet. So a lot of the paleo diets out there um, or Whole30, which is a new, uh, newer one, and it's popular uh, and it's whole as in W-H-O-L-E, a Whole30, they um, have you clean up your diet. And through cleaning up your diet, you are going to naturally detoxify. And then you're going to start to eat some of those foods that are going to support the different pathways and the liver and the GI tract. Um, and the kidneys that's going to help you to detoxify. So I think the most important step um, from, you know, my clinical experience, obviously through training and everything else, I wish that, you know, we could give medications or supplements and do the detoxification. I mean, we can do that to help. But the truth of the matter is, is that we have to start really with the diet. And a lot of it will occur just from those dietary changes. So I think, you know, one one point to make is that, um, there isn't one specific detoxification diet. Uh, there's not one specific way of doing that. There are a lot of different avenues that one can approach this. But I think that if one is uh, going to do this and is going to be serious about it, uh, the foundation of it likely is going to have to be an examination of diet. Right. And you're going to have to really take the things out that are inflammatory and that are going to cause more toxicity. Uh, And the other thing, too, is that the reason why I think you should start with diet is because you're going to get some negative effects. You know, when you talk about like Whole30, the Whole30 diet, which is meant to be a 30-day diet to detoxify you, you know, they talk about in there, and this is what we see clinically, people on that third or fourth day feel awful. You know, they will get headaches. They will feel tired. um, They will feel sort of crabby and irritable. That's because they're starting to detoxify. Um, And part of that detoxification too is getting rid of some of those food cravings that we have every day that we don't realize we do. And so uh, with any detoxification program too, that's why we want to go about it in a comprehensive way, but also sometimes in a slow way so that you won't necessarily give up after day four because you're feeling so awful. So, you know, I've heard about different length of plans uh, that you can, you know, detoxify. Uh, Do you have any comment about that? I mean, can can you really effectively detox in a week? Um, What are your thoughts about that, Megan? I think it depends on sort of your approach, your goals, and what you want to do with a detoxification. Uh, you know, one of the things is that there will be some detoxifications that'll talk about a six-day detox or a seven-day detox. I think that's good if you're looking for just sort of a quick cleanup and then maybe using that as a step to cleaner eating. I think that if you're just looking for, you know, if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, eating a lot of gluten, eating a lot of processed foods, and you're looking for a seven-day detox to just flip the switch and go back to your old ways, then I think that you're sort of 
not doing yourself any favors. But if you're looking for a seven day detox to get things rolling and to go into maybe some lifestyle changes or to then eat a, you know, a little bit cleaner, but maybe not stick on a, you know, strict detox for seven days, then I think there is a purpose for that. I think if you're really looking though, to get uh, the body detoxed and to get the body going the way it should, that then you're going to have to look at at least about, you know, somewhere between 21 to 30 days at a minimum, just to really get uh, everything going the way you want to with a detoxification program. Now, to me, it seems that this is not, well, as you said, there is this idea of, well, gosh, I'm going to detox for six days and then go back to my normal habits. But in actuality, if if we're talking about the things that we're talking about and uh, we're serious about them, in actuality, it seems to me that um, what you're also suggesting is that uh, this can be an avenue to actually a more permanent change of your diet to a to a diet that really doesn't, you know, result in as much accumulation of toxins. That really should be what it is. The other thing too is that a lot of people who have a healthy lifestyle will choose to do a seven day detox. Um, you know, maybe once or twice or three times a year. Um, and that does make a lot of sense because just to really give your healthy lifestyle a little bit extra of a kick. And honestly, if you're going to be that person that does a detox uh, a little bit more comprehensively, you know, a couple times a year, I recommend to do it in the spring and the fall. Uh, there's a lot of cultures that actually have cultural detoxification programs with them that goes along with the season changes. But there is information out there that we detox better in the spring and fall um, because of those transitional seasons. So I say pick a month then in the spring and pick a month in the fall. If you're living a healthy lifestyle where you can do a seven to maybe, you know, 14 day detox. But if you're really looking to rev things up, change things, then I would say to do at least 28 days to 30 days. And then now, to jump into healthy lifestyles. Now, I'm, I'm sure that you have patients who are very motivated and um, you can describe this detoxification process to them, uh, particularly the food, food side of it, and, um, and they can readily accept it and move forward with it. But when we come back from the break, I want to talk about um, what you do for what I would have to think are most people that um, really find it almost uh, scary to, to deal with that kind of a change in their diet. So maybe we can talk about that after the break. That'll be a perfect place to talk uh, and pick up after the break is to talk about how to make a detoxification a little less overwhelming. So stick with us. You're listening to Both Sides of the Prescription on BBM Global and TuneIn Radio. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. 
Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back, everybody, to Both Sides of the Prescription with Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling on BBM Global and TuneIn Radio. So, Megan, I want to tell you a little story. Um, I like story time. Go ahead. So I uh, got this email, and because of the fact that you got me a little bit into the uh, functional medicine literature and we've gone to a a couple courses, I I get – things uh, with respect to that. And I got this interesting email from a functional medicine provider. And um, the tone of the uh, email was, how do you build a successful practice? And the consternation that you often feel when people come to you, but they lack motivation. Uh, they they want you to do something to them to make them feel better, but they they really are not good candidates for a lot of the maneuvers that that make up functional medicine, because functional medicine in many ways uh, is I think very steeped in the responsibility of the patient mm-hmm. to take care of their health and. Um, uh, he basically was saying that the way he gets uh, people out of his practice that that don't follow what he's asking for um, is basically to charge him a fee up front and people that are not highly motivated aren't going to pay the fee. Now, I feel that there's a certain – uh, there's a certain business sense about that, but also a, a, maybe a little bit of lack of compassion and, and – um, I guess I would like to explore a little bit because um, I, I I don't I think in in some cases uh, people may lack some of the discipline or they may be fearful of making these kind of changes in the diet. Uh, they might wonder if they can do it, and I'm I'm just I would suspect that this is a situation that you must deal with every week, and I wonder how you 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 know you handle a patient that at some level you know, wants to go through detoxification, but at another level, um, you're not really sure if they have the motivation. 
Well, and I think it's a really interesting conversation to have because I see it on a lot of different levels. I mean, I think one of the things about functional medicine in general, too, is whenever we tackle diet and lifestyle, I think it takes a lot for us to sort of wrap our brain about it, even personally. You know, um, when I feel tired or fatigued, you know, it's really sort of hard to sometimes step back and say that it might be that, you know, I'm taking on too much stress, not sleeping well, not eating right, those kind of things, just because we're so biased. Um, So I think that sometimes too, one of those things is that it takes a while sometimes for the patient to really grasp that uh, lifestyle or things like that, even if it's not something they're doing blatantly, might be affecting their health. Um, I think that, you know, I've seen it both ways though. I've seen some people who aren't ready to tackle diet and lifestyle, but you start to get them feeling better. And then all of a sudden they want to do anything in the power, even if that means giving up, you know, their dairy or giving up their gluten where at first they might not want to give anything up. And so it's, sort of, you know, I think a tricky situation and everyone's different. You definitely do have those people that sometimes will come through your door and are just gems that say, Hey, you know, I want to give anything that you tell me up. I want to do this and I want to do that. And then the majority of people are coming in looking for answers. Um, and I maybe even trying to figure out if you have those answers. So they're not necessarily ready to jump two feet into that deep end. So I think it's about meeting people where they are, but I do think that, you know, when we talk about this, when it comes to detoxification, I think it's best to start with the diet and to make sure that you're at the place where you want to change the diet. Because honestly, if not, if you start to just take all these supplements and do other things too, I think for the, a little bit until you change your diet, you're throwing money down the drain for the most part. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I would imagine because, you know, unfortunately, I live in I live in this world of traditional medicine, and and I have to admit that um, the way we approach patients oftentimes with chronic disease is to, you know, to give them more medicine, and and um, and the patient can look at that as a solution to their problem, and I would think that that that's so prevalent that even if you have patients who come from traditional medicine looking for answers that they they still may have that kind of mindset that um, there must be something that I can take. Maybe it's not a prescription drug, but maybe it's a supplement that's, um, that's going to be the answer for me. Well, and I think it's human nature to, you know, think that we can't change diet or lifestyle. You know, even if you say to somebody, okay, I need you to get to bed before midnight. It's, well, I can't do that. You know, um, or if it's, let's take gluten out. Well, I can't do that. Um, and, you know, sometimes you have to mention it a couple of times, or if they say, I can't do that, just meet them where they're at and then sort of go from there. Um, but I think that the most important thing is to make realize that we're not really going to make a change. Um, until we really go after it in the way of diet and lifestyle, because a lot of the concerns and whatnot come from diet and lifestyle. So um, you mentioned several things that you look at that you would automatically look at removing from the diet if you're going into a detoxification phase, sugar, dairy, gluten, soy. Um, Is there ever any, is there ever is there ever any situation where you take it in a little bit slower fashion where you may, you know, you may ask the patient to remove, um, 
gluten or you might you might ask them to to remove dairy and then just sort of sequentially um, eliminate more things as they uh, as they go through that process yes and I think this is where idealistic meets realistic and I you know say that a lot to my patients is that idealistic I think the best approach is remove all of the inflammatory foods keep them out for at least two weeks. I like it to be more around a month. Then you could add them back in one at, one at a time um, and see if you have more of a negative reaction to some. So maybe you want to put in dairy first um, and see, you know, do you start to get headaches, feel more tired, those kind of things after three days. Um, if not, then you could keep it in, in small amounts and, dare, and then add in, you know, maybe gluten next. You know, that would be idealistic is take everything else out. But then there's realistic. So, you know, there's the people that come in that say, you know, I couldn't possibly give up dairy, gluten and sugar all at the same time. So you can sort of see what their symptoms are. If they're craving a lot of carbs, my first thing then is going to be to try to get rid of that craving and say, okay, let's just focus on this. Let's just focus on taking out the gluten and some of those processed carbs. Because if you're at a place where you're craving something, that most likely is an inflammatory food to you that you become addicted to. It's become your heroin. And that's where the addiction's coming from. So, you know, then we might just want to focus on that, you know, do that for a couple of weeks. Because I I always find that removing foods, it's the first two weeks that are the hardest. After that, it gets a whole lot easier. So, you know, in actuality, I mean, we could even talk about this this detoxification process. You know, we oftentimes think of it as something you do at a certain time for a certain length of time. But in actuality, as you talk about this, Megan, um, I, it seems to me that what you're also doing is you're really trying to craft the individual to, to have a cleaner lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, that's where I find that detoxification programs are very powerful is it helps to really segue into a permanent healthy lifestyle. So we will tackle that conversation as soon as we take a small pause for these commercial breaks. Uh, you are listening to Both Sides of the Prescription with Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Horses, mystical, present, past, and future, all in one. Wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. 
She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. Welcome back, everybody, to Both Sides of the Prescription with Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling on BBM Global and TuneIn Radio. So, Megan, um, I have been thinking about this as we've been going through the hour, and it's um, it's quite fascinating to me because, you know, we kind of started out with the fact that uh, we're in uh, January and there are New Year's resolutions, and one of that for many people is weight loss. And um, and we began to talk about detoxification in in relationship to to that, and it it seems to me that um, with all of the talk about weight loss, that there really is not, or I'm not aware of of as much of the discussion about detoxification in weight loss as there probably should be, because it, it seems to me that um, if, in fact, one was to follow the principles that we've been talking about, um, that might be one of the safest ways uh, to actually lose weight. Yeah, it really is something that I think not enough people talk about when it comes to weight loss. A lot of programs do put it in there, actually, and don't talk about it. Uh, I think maybe just for simplicity reasons, but really when you're looking at a comprehensive program, it's got to include, uh, detoxification. And it seems to me, you know, I, in, in some ways I hate to say this, but in, but you know, I've, I've oftentimes looked at weight loss is basically being, um, calories in calories out. Um, I've always thought that a lot of the discussion about, uh, you know, what, basis is the diet is is uh, founded on um can, can be widely variant but it comes down to calories in calories out but i i think um you're beginning to convince me that um although obviously calories in calories out is a component of it it, it really does make a difference what foods you decide to eat um and how you manage uh, your body handling the process of weight loss. Well, you're getting into one of my favorite conversations and maybe one of the more heated ones, but I think that's where we have to look at health and wellness in general. Um, And I think anybody's health and wellness includes weight maintenance, whether that be weight loss or maintaining a good healthy weight throughout your life. But, you know, we talk so much about calorie in versus calorie out, which is a component, obviously, for energy and storage of fat for energy. But we are seeing such a different weight gain than we've ever seen. I mean, the beer belly's really only been around for the last hundred years. I mean, even if you go back to pictures of royalty from, you know, centuries ago um, in other countries that held more weight because that was a sign of, you know, royalty and, uh, having a place where you could afford, uh, in society, having a place where you could afford to eat more that we looked at really round individuals, you know, and we looked at these individuals that stored weight throughout their body. Now we're seeing a lot of weight in the middle and beer bellies and, uh, you know, what we call the visceral fat, but that is all metabolic weight. And those are metabolic concerns and problems that we have to 
to go about not only with a calorie in versus calorie out approach, but to a comprehensive metabolic approach. And I think that that's one of the things that, you know, we've really learned is that, you know, not all calories are created equal. Eating 2,500 calories of broccoli is going to affect your body way different than 2,500 calories of beer, brats, and cheese. And, you know, while watching the Green Bay Packers. So, you know, it really, I think is missing the boat if we just say that all calories are created equal and that it's just calories in versus calorie out. Well, I think that's, um, I think that might be one of the most important things to kind of emphasize tonight is that um, when you think about this process, uh, it it really does involve having to be thoughtful about it and um, uh, and there, there are right ways and wrong ways of going about it. Well, and I think that that's why, I mean, I've really learned too, the more that I have been um, in practice is that because we have to go about it this way, that that also means that if we just go about trying to detoxify or trying to heal something with a supplement, uh, you know, or a medication, but, you know, I really want to choose supplements because I use more supplements, that if we're going to try to heal something with just a supplement and we don't also go after what sometimes has gotten the person there, such as, you know, diet and lifestyle choices. Uh, and this doesn't mean that mean that you've been living a terrible diet and lifestyle, but just that life is sort of caught up that if we don't go about it both ways, then we really are going to be spinning our wheels in mud. And, and you probably are not going to get what you want, which is basically a long-term benefit unless you look at it in this fashion. I mean, if you're, if you deal with it in the hope of, um, adding some supplements, which you do, um, a couple times a year to what you normally do and, um, you don't really make a substantial change in your diet, you're probably not going to render yourself any more well than you were before. And I think that that's an important part. I mean, you know, I see people all the time where they'll come in and we'll talk about something and, you know, they'll say, well, I'm still having this or that. But then when we talk about diet, it's like, well, I'm still, you know, eating, uh, you know, gluten, even though we know you have a problem with it. Um, you know, I have a great success story from just this week. I have, she's actually a young girl. She's 16 years old. She's been very proactive and her mom's been very proactive and helpful along the journey, but we've done a lot of things and we've made a lot of, you know, improvements and, you know, her concerns weren't anything that, you know, would make somebody go necessarily, uh, really crazy. Like she just had some acne, which at 16 can be very hard on somebody. And she just had some energy problems and we'd made some, you know, um, headway and whatnot. But finally, you know, we did some food allergy testing and realized she had to take out nuts and dairy. She did that. And after a week, I mean, everything cleared up. And so, you know, we had made a lot of progress with supplements and some other things, but until we really tackled lifestyle and diet, we weren't able to give her the results she wanted. So that's where I do think it's really important. So, all right, well, we are on to our last commercial break. Stick with us. You are listening to both sides of the prescription with Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling. 
There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History and the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com, and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knudsen's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others, and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knudsen is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement, and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Both Sides of the Prescription with Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron Kirschling as we sum up uh, our t- discussion tonight on detoxification. So this has been interesting to me, Megan, because um, we wanted to talk about detoxification. And, um, you know, when, when, you, when I initially see that as a topic, I think of uh, uh, some sort of process that you go through um, to detoxify your body. Um, as if it's kind of considered a special program, and and certainly we spoke you, we spoke about that tonight in terms of things that can be done, both in terms of support of the liver, the kidney, and the gut, and things to eliminate from the diet. And we talked about length of various programs, but I think the the one of the things that came out for me um, the, is the fact that when we're talking about detoxification what our goal ultimately should be is really looking at our lifestyle and and appreciating that what we're really trying to do is is in some sort of incremental way transform our life into a cleaner life and so uh, this has been uh, thought provoking to me because um i I'm beginning to look at this not just as something you do every once in a while as should this be something that should be a stepping stone to something that's a a more significant change for the individual. Um, I think you made an important point about the fact that it is an individual experience. Um, I think we also wanted to emphasize that the foundation of any sort of detoxification should really be food decisions rather than supplements, although they play a role. Um, and we, you know, 
we got into this at the end of the discussion, and I think it's uh, very important, is that um, food does matter, that it isn't a matter just of calories in or calories out, that um, our current diet results in significant metabolic concerns. Um, and, and as a consequence of that, there, there has to be a, a very intentional way that we go about this. And I think that that's really the important part is that when we talk about this, a lot of us will want to make those changes to say, how can I lose weight quickly or how can I detox? But it's really using these things to get into a better lifestyle uh, and a healthier lifestyle. So I am really happy that that's what you've taken away from this conversation. Yes. The other, oh, go ahead. No, no, I agree. The other thing um, that I did want to mention is that um, if people go to Beyond the Basics Health Academy, our other website, which they can find at btbha.com, we do have a 28-day detox program there that gives some juicing recipes, um, different supplements to look for, um, and then different dietary choices and whatnot. It's a whole diet uh, supplement and uh, really way to detox if you want to do a 28-day one. Uh, There's other podcasts there um, and other information. So if people do want to check that out, I recommend that they go to btbha.com for more information um, and resources. Megan, are there any specific podcasts that you've had at uh, Beyond the Basics that um, you think address this issue of detoxification? Yeah. If you go to the podcast section, you will find um, different podcasts um, that we've had uh, that actually will talk specifically about detoxification. Some talk about nutrition. I know um, there's a podcast uh, 160 that we um, had a guest on that talked about transformational nutrition and changing your life through detri- nutrition and detoxification. Um, and then there's other ones that are titled detoxification. So definitely things that you can find there. Well, I thought it was an interesting uh, topic and um, um I think it has been, for me, um, a topic now that's uh, some food for thought. Well, definitely glad then that you had this conversation. And uh, I hope you're in for next week for another conversation on health and wellness. So uh, if you guys all would like to listen, we will be on next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time as we tackle another topic from both sides of the prescription. Have a great week and talk to you next week. You've been listening to Both Sides of the Prescription with your host, Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron. So many times, people are only given one side of the healthcare story. Here, you get both sides. Tune in next week as we discover Dr. Megan and Dr. Ron's Both Sides of the Prescription. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.